With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Paddock Blues podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddock blues, or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by just Jamie. Just the two of us again, lads. Back to uh, the good old days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just the two of us. But nobody uh, nobody can make yeah. it on today. All work commitments and stuff like that. So it's just the two of us. Uh, what's been a, a mad week for Everton. Uh, pretty damning week for Everton, really. And just before we start, I just want to say, us on this podcast are not like mad into FFP and Everton's finances and that we don't pretend to be so we're just normal fans like you out there who just look at it for what it is and we can't get our heads around it but Everton have been referred to what is it Everton have been referred to an independent commission over an alleged breach of profit and sustainability rules which is financial fair play for the period ending 21-22 possible punishment for that is points deduction, transfer bans, fines. I think it can be anything. It could be relegation. I don't think there's... No, there's it's never happened. Cap, it's never happened to a Premier League team before. So, yeah, Jamie, just give us your initial yeah, thoughts when you're there. Uh, you know, everything was going swimmingly. And then, I think it was Friday, wasn't it? Everton yeah, was, yeah, well, yeah. Everton managed to ruin our weekends. Just give us your thoughts on... Well, that's uh-huh. it. it, it, it I think I put that on Twitter, didn't he? We were so close to it. And Everton freezed that free weekend, but... That happens. Um, as you said at the beginning, we're not experts, I'm no accountants. You know, I don't run a business, I haven't got my own business, so I don't know. I've got to look at it as a fan who goes to the match. And it's just it's just a board again, isn't it? The book's got to stop with them. If the, if It's got to stop with the people who oversee, overlook this and go, right, that's... If it is true, by the way, this is all obviously hearsay, I haven't categorically saying it's not true and yeah. The Premier League, so but someone surely at Everton have got to go right. We can do that, we can do this, we can't do that, we can't do this, or there's just no one that does that and go, Ah, yeah, let's just go for it. But my biggest thing was, uh, we're as, as a fan base, I think we're a pretty honest fan base in a way of we just want the truth, we don't care whether it's bad news, good, like good news, whether or what, we just want someone to come out and tell us news. the truth. We just want, yeah, news, we just basically. want news, yeah, and. I think the silence again is deafening. Like we sold Richarlison, that was apparently to balance the books. And then we sold Gordon, and we don't know what that was for, whether that was to bring players in, yeah. I'm not sure. And then this comes on us. So surely Everton should come out and go, listen, we sold our best two players. Yeah, but that's it's not for this season, though, is it? It's for the season before. So it's like the accounts are like three years, aren't they? So it's the mm. past three years accounts, so it's yeah, but that was only like the Mari Gradle, weren't it? Yeah, people are saying that it could be for like Delhi Alley. As people are saying it could be for Delhi Alley, whether we said we got him on a free, but we haven't. Whether Tottenham saying Everton owes forty million, they've agreed to pay us forty million. I don't know. Or it could be Michalenko and Patterson. We sold Dinia for mm. nearly twenty five million, but Michalenko and Patterson. It's just nobody knows. I think it's um... that's it. That is it. That, I think it is that nobody knows sort of thing. And I'd rather yeah. Everton just come out and go. Listen. We look at this is the reason they've pulled us. It's over the transfer. I know they won't because they don't want to hold any accountability, and that's probably one of the main reasons in the protest. But if they come out and go, right, it's the transfers. 
we've you know that's time for us sort of took us off the line, but we're sorting it. We're going to speak to the FA, or if they could categorically come out and go, nothing's wrong. We've got everything. We've done everything by the book. Not to worry about it. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just the silence is is, is definite to me, and it, it more it was more worrying that they come out when they did come out and think, oh, we're, we're shocked to hear this. Listen, but Everton gets old before anyone else. Yeah. Well, Everton, as you said before, are categorically denying it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Saying they, they've, they've done everything. That's what I'm, why now, then, if... Because you remember last season, Burnley and Leeds had a massive cob on with Everton, didn't they? Yeah. And uh, the Premier League said, you know, they were working with Everton, Everton were in the clear, basically. So, why now? Because, it's, in my opinion, it's painted a massive target on our back now. And whether yeah. people are conspiracy theorists or not, referees, the AR... Wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be beneficial for the Premier League of Everton to just go down the season, save all the argument at the end of it if we don't if we do stay up, sorry. Just a bit fishy to me. Like I mean that's a horrible way of thinking about it as well, that but No, Everton, the thing is with Paul, Paul as well, you've got to look at Manchester City. You know, yeah, they're talking City about have got like a hundred and odd though, hundred and eleven or yeah. something, there's no yeah. breaches of the Premier League. But again, I'll just go back to it. They they come out straight away. And basically laughed at the Premier League and went, go ahead then, do something. Because we've got you tied up in knots. And the Premier League could, like, absolutely went, oh, 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 we'll go back to the drawing board. Everton don't. Everton just go, oh, all right, okay. I think someone put it on Twitter and it was a great tweet. I think I don't know if it was actually you. Everton, it's, we're big enough to, for it to make ripples. Yeah, yeah. But not big enough to actually answer back. Yeah. So no bite, there's, no, there's no bite back to the not a massive bite back from it. Like if it was a Liverpool or Man U, then mm. it would just rumble on for years. But Everton are sort of like a medium sized club now. Where they be like, you know, we'll, yeah, they'll take yeah. it. Like the, the, the apologies that they get off at FDFA. Yeah. Oh, they'll take that. Don't worry. It's only Everton. They'll take it. It's like, oh, no, I, I don't know. And listen, we're not accountants. We're not financial experts. So until yeah. it actually comes out and I can read the black and white, I honestly don't know. Well, after like, Working nights, and as I say, if my boss is listening, I do actually work while I'm there. But <laughs> I listen to the odd podcasts, all the different podcasts. There's loads of great ones out there if people want to go and listen to them. I'm sure, you know the names of them all. Um, people talking about, I heard one saying the likely punishment is a points deduction next season. Now, that's just, I think you're looking at maybe six to nine points, maybe more. Now, I don't know, as I say, we don't know, but these are just all the things that are people saying. Yeah. And I think, I think I'd rather take a points deduction than a transfer ban. Yeah, you, I don't know. What would you? What would you? What would the punishment? Do you think it'll just be a massive fine? Do you think? Maybe I think it'll be a massive that? fine. I think the FA is so money driven. They'll be thinking because the, the points deduction. I don't think it can happen this season, can it? No. So they'll probably just think, "Oh, well, next season we'll give them a nine point deduction." But really, it's not a massive. At the start of a season, a nine-point deduction isn't massive. People go, well, we're never in a relegation battle, but it's not crippling. Where if it was nine points now, it'd be crippling. Um, I think they'd want the money. I think if they go, is it £10 million fine, 15 20 £30 million fine, pay it now. And I think, go, yeah, yeah, they'll just go, yeah, right, okay, that's sorted. That's the way they are, aren't they? They're all, it's all money, it's all corrupt, it's all... Sort of, in my opinion, anyway, brown envelopes, how much yeah. money can we get out of him? So I think the fine, a hefty fine, is, is what they're going to do. Me personally. Do you agree with our fans, when I say fans, mean inverted commas, that if you're going to make an example of any, anyone, it's it's going to be Everton? Of course. I don't think... Just, you can't mean to me another Premier League club that the FA would make an example of and know that they're enjoying it as well. Yeah. No chance. There's no chance because Newcastle are the new kids on the block, so they won't want to upset them because they they know what the revenue they're going to start bringing in. You know, West Ham are the the sort of the London boys, aren't they? Maybe yeah, Aston Tottenham. Villa, Tottenham as well are the media darlings, aren't they? Tottenham are the media darlings. You know, Aston Villa maybe are probably the closest ones that you could say. And no one else is outside the disrespectful. No one else is sort of relevant, are they? No. You know, the Brightons, the you know, Brightons, unbelievably yeah. run. They don't have to worry about it, but. It's something like a Leeds, uh, maybe a Leeds possibly, but like a Southampton. They're not bothered about Southampton really. Did you no. worry about if Everton break that top six and go, oh, uh, we can't have that? 
I mean, would this would this be easier to swallow, Jamie, if we'd had some sort of success off the back of this? But we, this man has come in and bought Everton, and we have gone completely the other way. Not an upward trajectory; it's just been flushed down the fucking toilet. It's just like the only thing we've got for us going is that new ground. We say mm-hmm. it all the time, you know. We're sick to the back teeth to saying that we're all looking forward to it, but that's the only thing we've got, isn't it? That this man has just come in for me. And it's just been a complete and utter disaster. Now you can blame people. We'll blame Bill Kenwright. You know, we sport all together now and all that. We we want Bill Kenwright to leave Everton, Denise Barrett-Baxendale and all that. But Mashidi, for me, it's just been cat- absolute catastrophe. Well, he's the boss, isn't he? The yeah. boss stops for him, mate. He makes the decisions. He makes the final decisions, really. You know, yeah, you've got a manager who can run your day-to-day stuff. But if you've got a big decision to be made within your company that you own, you make it. You sign a sheet that says yeah or no. Um, but it would be obviously, listen, Manchester City probably don't care. If they get a transfer ban or a point reduction, then they'll last. Or even like Juventus. You know, when Juventus got a range, just got thrown, thrown down the leagues. That's success of it. City won Premier League titles, Champions League finals, you know, FA Cups, League Cups, you know, best players in the world. Yeah. Do you think any City fan watching Erlen Haaland score hat-tricks week after week is asked whether the club is taking backhanders? I certainly wouldn't be. No. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're asked, aren't we, when we've had, had to watch the likes of Sandro and Davy Klassen and... Neil Mopai. Exactly. It's just like, we haven't... If we had something to show for it, you'd say, well, yeah, maybe we are cheeky bastards, but... Well, didn't Leeds say it? Never the Leeds fella said, "Did we overspend? Yes, but did we have a good time doing it? Yeah, and they did. They got like Champions League semi final, didn't they? And it is, yeah. They were you no know, battling in and around. In the league, yeah. yeah, they were clubs in the league. They had really good players. They had great assets in Harry Kuhn and Vaducher, and you could go through them all. Lee Bowyer and stuff. What have we got? If they, you know, let's be fair. Let's look at it the other way. If Taylor Bailiffs come knocking. On Finch Farmer, right? We're going to take all your assets. They'd go, Jordan Pickford, you can come with us. On Anna. Alex Ruby, you can come. On Anna. See you later and just walk out. You know what I mean? They'd just go, yeah. right, that's it. But you still owe 40 million, so we'll be back on you. You've got it. There's just no asset at all to be even, you know, we did have one in Gordon. He got sold on. Richarlison yeah, I... got sold on. I think I you think... said, didn't you? You, you just, he slipped us, hasn't he? You, you, yeah. That's what well, your biggest thing with him is that, isn't it? Assets tripping, yeah. But definitely, well, I think that's going to happen. I was listening to the esque. Now, I, I, I should probably listen more closely, but I was working again. You know what I mean? I am working while <laughs> I'm there. But he said that that could be what happens next season. Pickford and Onana have to leave because we're in that much shit money wise. Me, so mm. how, how does it get like that? Do you really? How does it get like I know. How's it gone so badly? That's that's that's. We could be here all night, couldn't we? It's just like yeah, it's just gone so badly because it's so badly won. It literally is that. It it's literally that, isn't well, it? Well, did he deserve it then? Did he deserve yeah, this? What's do. happened to him? Because I believe he do. do. Yeah, course he do. And I I put it in our group. Um, because I must have been the only person in our group that actually likes international weekend, but doesn't watch England. Um, yeah, I, I do like England. I do like England, by the way, but I just didn't watch it for them yeah. two games. And I said about the I am not they're not, they're not ruining my weekends. And you know what it felt? Like when Everton get beat, it hurts because it's your club and it's the lads on the pitch, isn't it? And stuff like that. But when did that come out, I thought, what can I do about that? Nothing I'll do nothing. No, I think the protests are happening, so that's that's a good thing. But right now I can't do nothing about that. That's just uh, it, it just shows how much of clowns they actually are. And if there's anyone out there that goes to the match that supported Bill Kenwright, Farhad Bashiri, the battle, you know, all of them. Yeah. If, can, if this doesn't turn you over the edge, I don't know what will. The potential of Everton getting a points deduction or a transfer ban or a, a, a massive fine because we're so badly run doesn't send you to the point where you go, hang on a minute, what's happening here? Who's running this? Who's got, the, who's got a grip at this? Then nothing will. You you you're just not that bothered anymore. Yeah, my personal I I agree with you hundred percent. My personal feelings on it now is just I'm just I'm just tired of this club. Yeah. 
I'm actually talking. Listen, we do we do podcasts and that, and we'll carry on doing them because we love Everton and stuff like that. I, I don't mean it like that, and I'll never stop. But I'm just like, we just we just don't seem to have, have any models as a football club anymore. It's gone. It's just been. It just doesn't feel like Everton anymore. Does to yeah. me, it doesn't. The fans do, and I've been made up. You know, since started doing pods and all this protesting and stuff and meeting people on the end. Our little group chat and that—that's Everton to me now. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. And Everton on the pitch, you know. All right, we're shy, but I, I can still put up with it because for that ninety minutes, I'm an Evertonian and I want them to win. But everything else that goes on around the club, it's just apart from the charity stuff. Obviously, it's just—it's just a mess. I'm just sick of it now. I think we do. I think this has been coming. This is the chickens coming home to roost for me. Like I think, yeah. I think secretly every Evertonian thought to themselves, we, "We're doing something wrong here." It just feels like we've got to change Bond villain in charge of us. That's what it feels like to me. Just money laundering. That's what it all it feels like to me is money. Then when that Kia Jirabchin and everyone else is getting involved, something's not right. And I think somebody's probably blew us up and just said, listen, you need to have a look at these. Something's not right here. Well, well was that your initial feeling then on Friday? Because it was a bit... At the, at, when, it, when it first came out, it was a shock, wasn't it? It was a shock because you're thinking, oh my God, really? It's just gonna, you know, we're doing all this fight. Dice is getting everything sort of right, if you will. And this comes out. Did you think that straight away? Did you think I can't be asked? Or was there a bit of oh no sort of thing? I have been expecting it for years. This me, I think you were allowed to lose 105 million. Everton said they lost mm. 300 and odd million, and they put it down to COVID. But no other Premier League club had lost that much money due to COVID. I was like. Nah, something's wrong here. Something's definitely wrong. And to say, I don't like, you can check my tweets and like have argued with people I'm not interested. If Everton wanted to pay a million pounds a week to a footballer, it doesn't affect my life, but it'll affect me if, if we get points deducted and thrown out the league and stuff like that. So yeah. I just think it's been coming, me personally. I do. And I think it just rams home that we need to get this board out. Got to get them out. It's just we need to clean sweep, start again. And that, for me, includes Farad Mashidi. Yeah, Shall I think so myself. Yeah, it's not Shall you, yeah. Um, thanks for the new stadium. You tried your best. You spent your money. You spent it wrong. I understand that, but you've took you've taken us from like a well-respected club to a bit of a fucking laughing stock, in my opinion. Like, oh, massively, mate. But Paul, I know the thing now with this happening. Say, for instance, Touchwood. I know next week if he was to come out, not take punch to the doctrine, but if he was to come and go, Everton can't sign anyone next season, or oh, is a massive fine. That's going to be, surely that's going to be the last straw, either for Mishiri or for the board. I think the board are going to run the football club and you can't, you're not getting it right. Now, the football side of it, yeah, you've got Dice and the players, all that type of stuff, but you're meant to look after above him and above the players. You're not. So, do they not, are they not, if it was me, I didn't want to try to get at it. Do you think they're embarrassed? Do you think, I'm embarrassed when I see it. I know you're probably embarrassed that most Evertonians are embarrassed after having to sort of go, oh my God, clubs laughing at us, relegate them, put this down, do this. Yeah. But do you think they're embarrassed? Do you think like, oh my God, scramble around? Because if that was me, I'd be thinking, this is just ammo for the fans. This is just ammo for the fans. They already hate us and look what's coming out. I uh, I think the board have gone. I think they're not there anymore. But they're not, are they? They're not showing up. They might show up to the other way game, but I, I don't think they're there. And you just need to come out and tell us that they've gone and say, listen, we'll, we'll appoint, new board, appoint new board members next season or something. And then it all stops, all that, all that protesting and stuff. Probably does stop. Oh, I think I mean, it would. It would stop, yeah. Yeah, it would so, have to, yeah. yeah. I don't It'll know. I just don't know. This club. It's like your head's just telling you a million and one things with Everton at the moment. You're just like... I think we're all that scared about getting relegated that that me well talking personally for me that's all I care about at the moment is not going down. Oh, totally, yeah. Well, mm. I just said to you, didn't I? Yeah. I'm not bothered. I I am bothered about this because it could have massive yeah. repercussions. But right now, if someone was to say to me, "But we'll be Tottenham on Sunday, eh, Monday night," I go, "I don't care. I don't care about what the Premier League are doing then." Uh, but no, what you said before about like Everton for you now is, um. Us and the pod and going the matches stuff like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've got. I had to. I have to admit, I went to the ladies' derby and that was the Friday night. So obviously, going in the ground and stuff. 
Yeah, then a little bit of resentment because you're thinking, I know, really a year again. But you know, when you're there, I heard that siren in Jaguars. I can't, it's a mad feeling, and I don't think I've had it in a match for a while. And it was only, I, it was a ladies' game, not to sound disrespectful, but you know. No, because it's not what you're used to, is it? And not like, you what you're used to, but people, I went like, to support them. That, yeah. yeah, I went to support them anyway. But as soon as I heard them, said, the siren and the Z cars, it all just like sort of washed away. That anger and sort of, oh, I just, my instant thought, my feeling in my gut was, that's it, that, that's everything. You know, take like trying to take that away from me, I dare you. You yeah. know, sort of that pride, and I haven't felt like that for a while. I do obviously feel pride every time I walk through the turnstile, but that overwhelming feeling, I think it's because you got so beat down in the day of everything of this, everything of that, it was your constant negativity. To hear that ground echo and deciding as I cast, it was just like, yeah. That's why you do it. This is why I'm here. What it means to you, yeah. Yeah, no, what get it means that, to yeah. me. And then there was a Liverpool fan in front of me. I mean, Liverpool scored and nearly followed him in the back of the head. Yeah. I watched <laughs> the game. Was... I watched the whole game. Oh, I thought you... Everton's goal he was brilliant. Listen, I'm openly critical about the women goalkeepers. I have been in the past. I am. But yeah. I'm wrong. I'm out of order there. I'm just going off games that clips that someone's put on Twitter or something of going through a girl's legs or through her hands mm. and that. But I thought Everton's goalkeeper was, was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, mate. Sure, you kept him in the game. Listen, yeah. it was. I went. I'll be honest. I went one because it's Everton. Two because it's against Ed. And you know, to take me little niece to the match for the first time, you can't take that away from me now. You know, old no. I have an older me little niece walking through the turnstile and seeing her face when the side cars comes on and stuff like that. Yeah, granted, you know. <laughs> 15 minutes in the first half, she was sat on her mum's phone playing My Little Pony or something. Oh, that's, what I was, that's what I was like in the last home game. <laughs> well, to be honest, the little girl next to me, when the like, sirens went off, started crying because she was only a baby. And as she like, walked past us, I said to uh, my girlfriend and my sister, I was, I was like, that's what I do every Saturday. <laughs> the fellas around yeah. us were, were like, laughing. It's all about match. It, it's everything. That's what we're saying. And everything about Everton just stinks at the moment. But when it comes to match days and actually getting behind the lads and that, on the girls, then it all comes flooding back, and we realise why we love the club, don't we? That's what it. That's what it's yeah, it is. That, that's the perfect way of putting it. Actually, yeah. it all came flooding back. I was so mad walking into that ground, and I was just sat there, stood there, and that's all I could think of. I was just thinking, I'm not letting it ruin my weekend, but it's always in the back of your mind of. Oh, tomorrow we're really going to wake up and they've got... But for that, like, 30 seconds or whatever it was, 40 seconds that card was on, it was just me versus... The, it was us versus them again. Yeah. Not us it is on the board, it was Everton versus someone else. Yeah, definitely. Just uh, finishing up on all the boardroom shenanigans, bollocks, <laughs> Everton a shite theme. Are you talking about a Yeah, uh, MSP, MSP, is it? Yeah, apparently yeah. that apparently someone said that's still ongoing. So obviously they've Absolutely. seen the potential in this new stadium, and they, they they think it's too good to turn down. But we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that one. Uh, They've probably seen the potential in Everton Football Club. Yeah, this you know humongous football club who are just getting put into the ground by someone who hasn't got a clue. They're probably thinking, mate, if I can get this right with these and this fan base and that ground. In this city, yeah, even just uh, away from football concerts and wrestling and boxing and everything else, there's, mm. there's loads of money to be made down there. Oh, 100%. yeah, we're well, sticking on the theme of the new stadium then. If you were, uh, I think it was the male, you know, the trusted male who everyone you know believes. Oh, so, so they, that. yeah, they're basically saying it'd be delayed due to all these concerns with FFP, which is. Apparently a load of bollocks. So just gonna really that yeah. that's what that's what I'm coming to. It's gonna be like where the stick the, the our fans are just we're all our nerves are gone. I think if we were tenth in the table it wouldn't be so bad. But because of where we are, we're one defeat away from disaster, one victory away from all oh, feeling great and it's just depressing are we? And it, it's like a powder keg and it's just waiting to explode. Yeah, and we are as I said before I said before with the most honest fan base, but we're probably the most touchy. Yeah, definitely. As in a way of, and I don't mean that in a way, but touchy is in 
don't come for Everton because we'll just come and get you. <laughs> you know, you don't say anything about us. And we know we're shit, but you're not allowed to say it. Yeah. That's what I, and that's, that, that is it. We know we're crap. We know what's going on. But don't you dare try and tell us that we're crap and we are not good. We're not well done. Even though we know we're ourselves. If yeah, that makes we're constantly sense. waiting for the news to be bad as well, aren't we? Yeah. That's what it is. Like, you know, people say, do you want the good news first or the bad news? Where Everton do you want the bad news or the worst news? Really? You know what I mean? So, yeah, we are very touchy, a very touchy fan base, but. I think we're entitled to be. We just uh, we see this club just steadily going backwards, just declining massively. It's just it's not it's not acceptable. But uh, again, do you think? Well, sorry, do, do you think that? Sorry, mate, do you think that ground will? Do you think that ground will bring a new owner in? And I mean that yeah. is in that when it gets built, you should do. Someone surely will come in and go, "Wow, look at that!" Yeah, it should do. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It. I mean. It'll be the best stadium in the country until the next one's made, won't it? Yeah. Like the Tottenham Australia ones, which I've never been to, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, but that's the best one. And then it'll be Everton's one until someone at Chelsea or someone get their one, their one made. But there's yeah. just, with this city, the city's booming at the moment. And that yeah. down there is untapped. So you put bars, restaurants, hotels, on mix, one of with the... fo- mix with a football ground with the views and everything else. Yeah, on the most famous dock in the world, probably. Yeah, you're also a winner there. Like, just, just yeah. you can walk to town afterwards. Just honestly, it should be me. I can't. I still can't. Fat, like, imagine what it's going to be like down there. No, because I'm used. I'm used to just smelling pies and chips and piss when I go to <laughs> Goodison Park. But yeah, you know Horses. what I mean. It's just there. Yeah, but uh, sticking with the new ground as well, the Everton Way, which has come out this week, which is a chance to have an engraved stone that will run the length of the new South Stand which will hold 13,000 blues, which is the big blue wall everyone's talking yeah. about. Um, will you be getting one? Have you seen it? And will you be getting one? Um, I have seen it, yeah. Yeah, I have seen it. If there's space, I'll be getting one. I think I've get yeah. straight away. We've got our one. Yeah, yeah. Did you see yeah, Did you see it? I put it in the... Uh, the group on I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It was lovely. I've seen a few people, obviously, a few joke ones, which I thought were, yeah. they always made me laugh and smile when I see, you know, where's the Arteta money and all that type of stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I seen I seen another one and it was great. Um, I forgot what I said. No, sorry. But I'd love to get one, mate. Listen, I'd love to get one. But it's first come first serve, like anything, isn't it? So if I if I get the chance, of course I'll get one. Wouldn't know what I'm probably saying it, but I'd probably got probably probably put the barrel. Yeah. On it or yeah. the Paddle podcast. Yeah. The QR. Oh, they even get a QR code. Yeah, engraved. You gotta remember it's gonna be there for the next fucking hundred years. So I don't know where we're gonna be for the next hundred. Hopefully, you never know. Never know. Do a, a podcast on podcast on the moon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, be yeah, good. No. Uh, listen, it is it's good. Nice it's a good that. idea, isn't it? It's nice. It's a really nice idea, I think. Yeah, and you know what else as well? Um, it sort of ties in with that male story. Oh, Everton are gonna. Well, why did you not then? If Everton the football club themselves know that the stadium's going to have to get paused or whatever, why would you let people sort of start putting engravings on and stuff? Surely they're not that thick. No. So, I think it is a bit of a bit of filling newspapers there, but no, it'd be great that. I think they're about 250 quid, are they? No, the, well, the, one, I, the one I got was 250 quid, but I think they go up to about 600. The different size, Jeez. but you can get one for 65 quid. Oh, the, uh, a badge or, or No, I don't need a badge, and it's just your name. So, anyone wants to log on to there. I don't work for the club, like, but I think it's worthwhile. You know, as I say, in a hundred years' time, your grandkids or whatever go down there and say, "Oh, look, there's my uncle's oh, name there," or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's yeah. it's going to be there forever. Like, so it's going to be boss. Listen, it's good. There's nothing. There's no path that grounds apart from the football team that'll be bad. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't got the uh, the main thing at the moment. Yeah. Which is a Everything else apart from the team, we believed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that new stadium. I went past it on the train the other day. Yeah, it just it looks impressive. Like it looks really, yeah. really impressive. I, I still kind of, I haven't decided where I want to sit. Or if anyone knows what the plan is of how they're gonna 
move our season ticket holders or do we get to go in and have a look around? I don't know. Or yeah, do we I do imagine so, mate. I don't know, but yeah, I can't yeah, wait to I get in there. Like, so. I, listen, I love Goodison. I do not want to leave Goodison, but at the same time, I do because I want to get in there. Got now. to. No, yeah. you've got to, mate. Yeah. Your football is, is totally moved on. You've got to. Goodison was brand new more when it was built. So it was, yeah. State of the art, wasn't it? Yeah, it's time to move on again now and, and sort of hopefully start a new era. But no, me, 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 half of the works for a, with a lad who's been working on Bromley Moore, who's a mad Liverpool fan. And he was saying, he went, it's going to be unbelievable. He went, as much as it pains me, that ground is going to be something special. Because they must yeah. obviously get finished plans and oh, they seen it, yeah. certain things about it that we probably don't know yet. So he was just like, listen. It's just going to be out of this world, and that's one of them saying it. Best ground in League One. <laughs> Only best. When did we get promoted? I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on to other news now. When uh, Alex Awobi has done a podcast this week, I can't remember who he's done. Is a total football? I don't know. Uh, no, the beautiful game. Yeah, um, and he's basically talked about Sean Dice, saying he takes no prisoners. Um, yeah. And he basically said Lampard. I'm paraphrasing here, just said he was too nice, basically. Just let them off for a lot. Uh, but I think we all knew that the difference in the managers, wasn't it? Yeah, we we said that, didn't we? It seemed like a bit of a... I wouldn't say holiday camp, because I don't think Lampard took any nonsense. You Because know, it, it was his job at the end of the day, and it's cost him his job. Yeah. So he, I don't think when it got to the nitty-gritty, and I think I said that a few times, you know... The last five, six games and all that, you could see a personality switch. A switch is in he was trying to become that bit more nastier and it didn't work. You can't, it's like Martinez, remember Roberto Martinez, and he was so nice with everyone. And you just think they're not late and everything, apparently. Yeah, and you just think he's just a pushover and they're gonna they're gonna love it. And then the Koeman come in and was the other way. So, um, no, I'm, I'm glad that you should take no prisoners because did you see him with Godfrey? When he was checking the other scene he's on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just little things like that. I don't know what it is, and I'm not gonna get too carried away on Everton managers now. Because we just go through oh. them like fucking I don't know. Just, just... We've been bit with that one yeah. later, haven't we? Yeah, we're just yeah. I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but we yeah. go through a lot of managers, you know what I mean? But I do like what he's doing. He seems to just very understated, he doesn't come out and say a lot. Just seems to be getting on with his job and I, 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 I... At the end of the day, just get on with your job and just get us the points and keep us in the league. I'm happy for him to do that. Like, yeah, 100%. You're totally right, Paul. As we, we always said that with me about Lampard, listen, he was a nice fella and he got the fans. I don't care. Uh, you know, we, we, we when we win or draw or whatever, we get a positive result. Have you seen Dice walk up to the fans yet and clap them? Like, out to the tunnel, out to no, he just like, walks right just like a little, little walk, doesn't he? And then yeah. like, clap and he walks. He's, he's not interested, mate. He honestly couldn't care because he knows he knows my job is here to win football matches and I'll get you to like me by winning football matches. He doesn't need to do the fist bumping and go, come on and give it all that. He doesn't need it because he knows we'll walk yeah, up we... that ground buzzing whether he comes over or not if we win. We were sucked in, weren't we? I was. I loved all that Lampard. Yeah, I was. Oh, Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp style. Yeah. Chest pumping. I was like, wow, I love this man. Yeah, 100%. But at the end of the day, I was loving that man. And it's not our fault as fans. Listen, we all get... They put us under the spell, Everton. They just do. Yeah, we love them. You know what I mean? But yeah. that, could, that could be the thing. If we do go down there, we've held on to him for too long. And that's the fans, because there wasn't a clamour to get him out. There was a few grumbling no. voices, but there wasn't a mad clamour to get him out. Even right at the very end, it was a sort of. If you listen back to our pods, it was a. He, I think he has to go now. We were all very, yeah. very apologetic when we said it, weren't we? Yeah, and I think he'd be, he'd be welcome at Goodison. Uh, obviously, if we don't go down, if we to do a sort of BT punditry, you know, we standing on the pitch or yeah, whatever, he'd be welcome at Goodison. And you get a clap as well. There's only many people to boo him and give him a stiff uh, if he were to stay in the league. I mean. But we've now got a football manager, an actual football manager who is not on work experience. He's not on learning on the job. He knows the job and he knows exactly how to do it. Now, I'm not getting carried away and go, we're going to win the league under Sean Dice. But we have players there. We've got good players. We really have. When you, you know, 
we just we've been let down with injuries and um, lack of transfers and stuff. But we have got good players on paper. We're not a bad squad. We're nowhere near where we really should be, fifteenth. And now we've got, I think, me personally, the final piece of the puzzle. And man, will go right. You go there, there, and there. Yeah. This is what I want you to do. You're not doing that anymore. I, you know, this is I set the standard. You work by my standards. Lampard, I always just seemed like it was from one game to the next. It was always like I just I don't think he ever really works. He, he didn't transition fully from being a player to a manager for me. Still, sort of no. wanted to be everyone's mate, part of the the boot room type thing. Could be wrong there, but I just think. Do you think as well, Paul? I'll ask you this about Dice, and it's something I've been thinking about. And people go, "Well, how can he? he can't change it." Remember we. Got that straw against City, didn't we? At City, and then we yeah. played Brighton at home, and he changed the team and the, and and the sort of the formation and the style we went, we we played and they battered us four nil, eh, four long. Sorry, Dice hasn't changed his team in three games, has he? Or no, don't no. think so. No, he hasn't no. changed his team in three games, and we're unbeaten in three. And how many times have we come on the pod under Lampard and go, oh, I think he might do this, and I think he might do that. We've got going to predictions in a bit, and you know mine, and I know yours. <laughs> yeah. So he he's not a tinker, and he's not he just sticks with what he. And then, again, that's a sign of a a football manager, not someone who's thinking, right, I won that game, so I'll try and do something new to see if that works. And the players must be thinking, what do you want me to actually do? I think I, when I read between the lines of Alex Obi, and he was talking about Frank Lampard and. You know, he's sort of saying he wants to play in central midfield, but he understands he can't sometimes and he gets pushed out from the right and the left. But when I read between the lines, it was sort of, Lampard, you could do anything you want. Yeah, I know what you if mean. If he wanted to play in goal, if he went, <laughs> if Alex Obi went over him, like, can I play in goal? Go, oh, yeah, all right, Scott. Uh, Jordan, do you want to play in centre mid? Yeah, okay. Well, I think that's, I think that's what he means when he takes no prisoners. I think... There's none of that with Dice if I will be like Sims when he said, didn't he? What do we need to do? And Dice went, well, You tell me what you need to do. You tell me what you think you need to do. And he agreed with him then, didn't he? Yeah. And he then gave him four things, didn't he? And then he said, Yeah, yeah you're right. So he said, You already know what to do, they're not stupid. So, yeah, no, you, I'm you... listening. Yeah, sorry, one. Well, no, go on. It's okay. No, I was just going to ask you. You do it. <laughs> you do it. I was you just going to ask you. What's the game? If you could look back now, hindsight is a fantastic thing. What game would you have sat Frank Lampard on? It has to be after that second Bournemouth game. I think 99.9% of Evertonians would say that now. It had to happen then. But we didn't want it to at the time. I'll hold my hands up. I didn't want it to happen at the time. But we went away to Australia. We had the World Cup and we should have had someone else in position there to work with the team, get some new ideas across, get them a bit fitter, get us playing a different way. You've got to play to the players. You've got to work with the tools that you've got. I think Lampard thought the players were better than what they were, and they clearly weren't. They're not bad players, but they're not great players, and I think that's the kind of results we're seeing now. They're hard grafting footballers who can get a who can get a result of the way at Chelsea and stuff like that. So, yeah, you just he's playing within his means basically, and that that's all we need. A bread and butter manager. Just, just a, a, another one. I seen on Twitter and I thought, oh, well, that's Paul actually. <laughs> Whatever happens this season. Whatever happens, do we keep Dice? Yes. You got to. Where they go down, I think it was half an eye on him, bringing him in anyway, thinking that we might go down, he can get us out mm-hmm. of that league. And mm-hmm. I think he deserves, like everybody, deserves a chance to, uh, yeah. to, you know, give him a bit of money to spend, hopefully. We're not hamstrung by FFP and all that bollocks. But <laughs> no, I think he deserves a, a cracker. He deserves a cracker of... No offence to Burnley, a bigger club than Burnley, aren't we? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he deserves a proper cracker, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he just—he's not very exotic, is he? The way he looks, the way he sounds, and that—it's what everyone's fooled by the like of Mourinho and that, and Arteta and Guardiola. Yeah, and that, but I think, I think and... as a, as a as a player, I mean, I'm not a footballer. But I think you'd you'd appreciate Dice working for him. Yeah, I think it's it just was. simple. It's just, just run, run around. And I'll reward you, I'll put yeah. you in the team, basically. Work he's just an honest man, yeah. isn't he? He's just an honest yeah. sort of fellow. That's what I get, honestly. But he's just an old school, honest 
this is what I expect from you, and then unless you're not playing anymore, yeah. you play. It's as simple as that. And he always yeah. talks about levels, doesn't he? He's got levels that he he, he has. And he has the, and we were talking about the fitness and the bleed test. He had a, a fitness, a f- actual level, and then he called it a Premier League level. So a Premier League level of fitness. Um, so, I don't know. Look at Dwight McNeil, Jamie. Dwight McNeil, I mean, Jesus, I, I, I rolled that lad off. I, th- I thought, what have we bought here? A lad who can yeah. only kick it with one foot. He's been pretty. People say, you're going over the top. But you know what? We've been shy all season, so I'm going to go over the top. He's been brilliant the last few games. Yes. He's been brilliant. Same as Corey, another one who was wrote off. He's come yeah. in and he's shown us, you know, Lampard was wrong. Basically, that's what he's gone. I'll show Frank Lampard that he was wrong to keep me out of the team. And he, so far, he's right. He's yeah. one of Everton's yes. better players. Probably, if not, probably the best. But that's what he, if he can just get that little bit out of him, then hopefully with a, with a new season and 38 games ahead of him, he'll get a lot more out of him. So, you got the Champions League? Yeah, yeah. One day, mate. One day. Mm, well, uh, okay then. Manager. So Spurs, Spurs next Monday. This is it now, mate. No more breaks. Mm-hmm. No more internationals. This whatever, whatever happens now. How many games have we got? Ten. Ten to go. Yeah. This is it. This defines us as a club. I think if we go down, we're in a world of pain. We stay up. Okay, we might have sanctions on us and points deduction, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. To stay in this Premier League for me, but this is it now. Uh, Spurs are coming. Just sack the manager. Good time for us. Bad time for us. What do you think? Antonio Conte. He had to go after that mad outburst, didn't he? Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, I wanted them to stay just for us, just because you know the, the players that they've been a bit like screw you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but now he's gone. It's a fresh lease of life. People go. There's no new manager bounced. He is. They know that fellas here till the end of the season. So. Well, he, he when um, didn't Conte had his gallbladder out. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he, he won every game on the touchline. I, I don't know his mm. name. Should have learnt his name before I come on. But oh, I, I couldn't say it. Yeah, I'm just a little, little shithead from Bazach. I can't say his name. So, <laughs> yeah, he, his name yeah, is well. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, apparently. So we obviously the players like him. That's probably why he stayed. Top, Tottenham probably said to him, "Listen, we'll, we'll pay you X amount of money to stay on till the end of the season." So, yeah, this is it. This, this is, is it. Now, it. Isn't this it? is it. This is it. I think it's just half of Man United. Oh no, we've got a few. It's a City actually, sorry. But um, it got me. I honestly think the way we beat Tottenham on Monday night is making Goodison just a horrible place. Yeah, because they, they went to Southampton, didn't they? And they were three-one up, and you know. They just crumbled, and I think that's yeah. obviously where the, the, the rank come from from Antonio Conte. But we've got to make others in a place where they can get us out of here. Every one of them players are like, I do not want to be on this football pitch any longer than I have to be. Um, you just, I just think it was, I was so gutted when they got sacked because I was just thinking, if you did just give them that one more game, people will go, Well, they did have played for them because they'd have proved them wrong. Nah. They're going to play nah. for this fella to prove him yeah. even more wrong. He so threw he them under the bus didn't he? Yeah. He basically, he basically questioned the bottle, everything. Exactly. As a club. Even the fans were like, Jesus. I think the fans agreed. Tottenham fans I've seen on Twitter, they agreed what he was saying, but it still hurt them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Home truth. Of course it is. hurts, doesn't it? Basically. Of course it does, mate, yeah. Do you think it's a bad what time? I think it is. Uh, yeah, probably is, but... As you say, Everton are fighting for our lives Monday night under the lights on Sky. Let's get mm. the place rocking. Get the, obviously, they're a bit mentally fragile, as you said, against Southampton. So, fast start. Let's prove what we did against Arsenal, who were a better team than Tottenham. We got it then. Same yeah, time. Similar performance for me. I uh, should get the job done, but we'll come on to a prediction soon. Um, yeah, fucking, we might as well get on to it now. There's a few players back. Nathan Patterson played for Scotland last night, I think, for 10 minutes. Scotland. Yeah. Great win against Spain, which is a turner for the boot play. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Garner come on for the under- England under-21s, so he's ready to go. Onana was given the captain's armbands, apparently. Yeah, so obviously they think a lot of him, but our yeah. fans think he's shite, so uh, let's, okay. ignore Kevin, let's ignore Kevin De Bruyne. Um, no. Would you make any changes? 
I not if I no. can go first, no, I wouldn't. No, it, it's a waste of time going into lineups. I'll just leave it to me. Yeah, there's nothing you can change. Ellis Sims. Well, let's talk about Ellis Sims then. There's a bit of a clamour to get him in the team, but I think Damari Gray's doing really well. Why would you get him in the team? To what? To go the same drop of Wolves. Yeah, Conqueror in the wing and yeah. I, I know. I'd, I'd put him on. You knock Sims' confidence. If the kid doesn't score, people will go. Oh, Bob. Let let him let's bed him into the team. Let's not yeah. do what we always do and kill a player before he's even touched the ball for the second time. He scored a great goal against Chelsea. He's probably absolutely buzzing through this international break. Um, he's probably coming at the worst time for him. But what I mean is, sat there at home, he's probably thinking, "Can't wait to get back in the team. Can't wait to get back into training." And he probably knows himself. He probably knows himself he's not going to start. So why not have a lad on the bench who's absolutely wound up, ready to go? Instead of sort of having him on and then bringing a Neil Mopai on to, to replace him, and you go, oh my God. It's never a good idea to bring Neil Mopai on, mate. Exactly. Sorry, my only thing is it. Sorry, Neil. Yeah. If, that's another thing I was actually going to say about before. Sorry, before we get on to. Uh, we prediction. haven't talked about Rich Allison yet. He's just popped in my head. And Dan, that Dan Juma, no talking yeah. there. Hmm. But no, this Neil Mopai thing, who was selling him? Who bought him? I don't think it was Lampard. Because he said, didn't, he, didn't his agent say? That was a massive panic buy for me. He, like, was, he was staying. He was leaving. A deal was in place for him to leave, but a change of coach made him stay. So if, if change of coach made him stay, Lampard was willing to let Neil Mopai go. Yeah, he was. Obviously, so Dice has come in and gone, listen, just don't sell anyone at the moment. Just let me assess the squad. Hmm. So someone signed him. Oh, Lampard gone, yeah, he's proper pooing. And so that's going to be different with January. I said, said it all season, someone must have been fucking hypnotised when he signed him. Honestly, <laughs> sorry. I know people will go, Too I'll give them a chance. On, on, yeah, definitely, 100%. It's just, I just don't, I just don't see it. I don't, he scored goals in the Premier League, but yeah. he just doesn't fit into what I want to do at all. He's not a striker. He's just not, like, I don't know what he is. No, he needs, he needs, Really, like three or four really good creative midfielders around him, and we haven't got that. I'll be honest, we haven't. And Anna's no. not a creative midfielder, the core isn't, and the Brissage certainly isn't. That's what we're missing so in it in the team. Big we're time. missing that. Uh, what you're saying there, I'd drop people want Alex Wobie dropped. I wouldn't, if anything, I'd actually push on that Alex Wobie into midfield. I put yeah. the Marie Gray on the wing, Sims up front. If, if I was going to, if he was forced to, if that makes sense. No, for now, I was to obviously get injured or something. Yeah. But that would be, no, I honestly wouldn't change it. Patterson, Coleman hasn't put a foot wrong. He touched wood. No. I've said that now. Um, and Garner's not ready. No, I agree. I, I'd agree with that. What about Richarlison? Then we'll have to touch on him because we're playing Spurs, so it's natural. Uh, uh, is he injured? I think he might be injured, isn't he? I hope so. I hope so just for this one because he hobbled off didn't he in the first five minutes but that was two weeks ago we might be alright now but yeah I hope he doesn't get a good reception I'm sorry listen I love Richarlison I do and I've been one of them people who goes come back home lads and all that but for this night no no you're a top player on Monday yeah he's the enemy on a Monday night like so no sentiment from me Uh, okay then I wouldn't boo him though because she seems to always no, be better when they I just wouldn't do nothing <laughs> to him. I just wouldn't do anything to him. That Dan Juma. No, I don't mean isn't like like clap him and stuff. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't clap him. Don't clap him. No. You know, he's a, he's a top-level player. Yeah, he's got to so, want to score because he's that type of player. Because he will yeah, try he his best. 100%. And you can't knock him for it. People going little horrible little bastard. No, he's doing his job. We'd want him to score for us if he was playing exactly. Wofford. Here's a question for you. just popped in my head. If you had, you could only have one back. Lukaku or Richarlison? Lukaku. Yeah, I don't. Lukaku. I don't know why that just popped in my head anyway. But uh, um, move on. Go uh, on. Sorry, are we in the position we're in now or next in season? Fresh start. Yeah. Lukaku. Yeah. There's, there's, there is actually moments of him coming back, you know. But I doubt it. I doubt it. He'd come here to be honest. But I. Listen, I'm, I'm, I was a massive, massive fan of Romelu Lukaku, me. I don't care what his attitude was like. I don't care what he said when he went away with Belgium. All I care about is players putting in the, in the net. And he did. And he was boss, had he? But we had a kamikaze manager in Roberto Martinez who couldn't defend. 
but we should have made the Champions League with Lukaku up front, 100%. We had the players to do it. Just yeah. didn't have the tactics, in my opinion. But yeah. that's in the past, isn't it? All right, let's get on to predictions then. You can go first. I'll go Everton first. versus Tottenham, Monday night. Under the lights. Head, or heart, head and heart or just... Go ahead, head and heart, if you want. We might keep that theme, Melinda's theme. Head and yeah. heart. Uh, me head says one all. Me heart says two one. I just think we're going to struggle to keep them out. Because they've got Kane and Richarlison, and yeah. Son. Then that John G was dying, desperate, for, you know, destined to score, isn't he? Um, but we've got I'm a goal exact- in us. We've yeah. got a goal in us. Like. I'm exactly the same. One one two one. Yeah. <laughs> my heart's just saying one one. My heart's saying Everton two one. I think Harry Kane yeah. will score. Here's a question then, Paul. Would you take one all? Probably, yeah. 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 Yeah, probably would take it, yeah. Oh, the top four. New manager sort of thing. Yeah, I probably would take it, yeah. But I think we can beat them. At home now. I think it's just uh, everyone's up for it now. Got to be. This is it now. Like we said earlier on, this is make all Ten Cup finals now. Yeah, it is, yeah. But, yeah. That's it, unless you want to... Anything else you want to touch on? No, just to... The only thing I want to touch on is just to thank everyone that listened, really. Um, through the week, we had 10,000 listens on yeah, the pod. Yeah. Uh, you put that up, didn't you, in the group? And it, it was just mind-blowing. I don't yeah. know, you know, silly me on the thing that we've actually filled the paddock. So if you put yeah. 10,000 people in the paddock, it fills it. So when you think of it like that, it's absolutely mind-blowing, considering we have to be going a full season. Uh, oh. Yeah, so I just wanted to thank everyone that listens and tunes in and takes it out of the day to listen to us ramble on about Everton and talk shy for an hour or how long it is. And yeah, and I know thanks, it, to I, you and, yeah. thanks to you and Melinda and Anthony and Canadian Jake and Jake Montrex. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I just really do. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to thank everyone as well. I know how hard it is sometimes. I, you know, I have all the podcasts as I say, different podcasts downloaded on my phone. Sometimes I don't listen. I think I'm sick of Everton. I'll just listen to it, watch a film or listen to the radio or some music or something. But, so it is hard. I understand that. But thank you for sticking with us. As I say, we're just normal fans. We don't know our ass from our elbow. We just give our opinion on Everton. And that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get no XG bollocks from us. You know what I mean? We haven't got a clue. We don't even know what it is. So. Yeah, we can't even spell XG. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> So you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so just stick with us and uh, we'll just give you some honest opinions on Everton and anyone wants to get involved, just send us questions in and if the, if there's something that we haven't touched on, let us know. If there's something that you don't like, let us know. Listen. Yeah. We're open to criticism as well. We'll Not just really, uh, yeah. we'll just argue back with you. But no, listen, we're uh, <laughs> we just we're open we're to, just want to yeah. accept it. Just give us a bit of interaction. It's all welcome. So yeah, Jamie, okay. nice one for joining us and Hopefully we'll have full squad next week. Jamie's yeah, on his hopefully. way to Krakow. You're going to Krakow, aren't you? Sunday, mate, yeah, for a stag. Oh, yeah. so this I'll, might uh... be the, the last time you're ever there from <laughs> Jamie on the path. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a stag in Poland for the Tottenham game. So there's a few blues as well. We're going to find a pub and watch it. But no, it'll be good. I'll obviously listen to your, uh, your reaction if you do one when we win 3 0. Yeah, have a good one, mate, anyway. And uh, nice one for joining us and up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.